Welcome to The Perfect Storm, a bi-weekly podcast for business executives and cybersecurity professionals. Industry veterans Michael Markulek and Matthew Webster chat with guests about the latest cyber news, threats, and trends, and how all of it impacts their businesses. Harbor Technology Group is a cybersecurity consulting firm that offers advisory services to the SMB. Harbor believes by taking a proactive rather than reactive approach to cybersecurity, business leaders can develop a cybersecurity program that will address external requirements, exceed client expectations, and ultimately take their organization to the next level. Harbor's innovative processes are based on industry standard frameworks that are tailored to meet the needs of small and medium-sized businesses. Welcome to another episode of The Perfect Storm. This is Michael Markulik. I'm joined today by longtime friend, longtime colleague, uh, Matt Birch. Matt and I go back for a couple of decades uh, uh, working in cybersecurity, network management, network security um, at at tangential kind of companies. So uh, it's a pleasure to have Matt join me today. Uh, Matt's with Comport Technology Solutions headquarter out of Ramsey, New Jersey. Uh, and I'll let Matt tell you a little bit about Comport, what they do and, and kind of where they fit into the uh, greater cybersecurity ecosystem. But welcome, Matt. Um, why don't you give the, uh, the audience a kind of a brief introduction and uh, yeah, tell us a little bit about Comport and uh, you know what's going on there. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks very much, Michael. I appreciate it. Uh, so again, I'm Matt Birch. I'm the uh, vice president of Comport Secure. Uh, Comport Secure is the managed and cloud services arm of uh, Comport Consulting. It's kind of a really interesting place to be because we're we're functionally a, a startup within a you know within a business that's that's celebrating its 40th anniversary this year. Um, so Comport Secure started about uh, about six years ago now. Um, originally as a, a Veeam backup as a service provider, uh, but today we we operate multiple data centers uh, across the country with our, our two flagship facilities being in, in Atlanta and in Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, you know, we provide a variety of, you know, X as a service. We provide infrastructure as a service, private clouds, you know, backup as a service, DR as a service. Um, we're partnered up with with Microsoft via their, uh, uh, their cloud solutions provider uh, program to be able to provide uh, off Office 365 and Azure solutions. Uh, and then we wrap a, a variety of, of our managed services around everything that we do. So that could be uh, mostly almost all on the infrastructure side, but that could be things like management of your firewalls or management of your virtual environment, um, you know, management and monitoring of your Windows environment, including patching and, uh, uh, and management of backups. Um, you know, management uh, MDR solutions, uh, both for endpoints like uh, uh, like client laptops and desktops, but as well as uh, as well as servers. Um, you know, we're we're really focusing in on the um, you know on the Microsoft Defender Advanced Threat Protection um, and, and CrowdStrike products. Uh, you know, as our as our preferred MDR solutions of choice. Um, so that's that's what we do these days. We're you know we're a full service. 
managed service provider and, and infrastructure as a service provider, really kind of sure. focused in on, on cloud and next generation technology. Yeah, and really straddling that line between MSP and MSSP, right? Um, you know, I think there is uh, certainly a trend in the industry to, you know, think about security as a service, um, you know, more so than, you know, we'll touch on some of the traditional things in a minute, but, uh, you know, that, that trend to outsource security because of lack of expertise, because of, you know, the complexities of deployment, um, and really getting it all integrated. So I think you guys are kind of on the cutting edge of, uh, of some of that stuff right now. Yeah, th thanks very much. I mean, it's it's right in the name, Comport Secure. Uh, there you know, go. It really needs to be really needs to be core to what core to what we do. Yeah, I don't know how we wound up with Harbor Technologies. I think it's more about and, uh, yeah, and the you know, the love of sailing and vacation. But we'll uh, we'll get to that at the end of the podcast. I did want to go kind of where you started with uh, backup as a service. Um, you know backup, traditional backup, and I, I used the example uh, yesterday during a presentation I was doing, that if you're still using tape, you might, you know, tape backups, you probably have a car that has an A-track in it. Um, but, but you know, I think backup as, as a service has really evolved. And I, I wondered if you could take just a minute and talk about your backup as a service solution, kind of define um, how you're delivering that to your clients today. Because I think it is kind of one of those cornerstone um, services that uh, that all businesses really need to be looking at. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and, and backup as a service can mean lots of things, right? But uh, but but I'll, I'll talk today about a little bit what it means to us and and kind of uh, where we approach it from a philosophical perspective. So so within within the backup community, there's a, there's a best practice known as the three two one one rule. Which is three copies of your data, uh, of your data uh, uh, on two different uh, sources of media. One of which is off-site, one of which is is offline or immutable or unwritable in some fashion, right? And so, where backup as a service really provides value is in creating those multiple copies of your data. Uh, so, in in most kind of best practice organizations. Um, where you'll, where you'll see backup as a service play is there'll be an, there'll be an on-site backup appliance of some sort acting as a caching engine. And that, that backup appliance will either take your back, primary backups or your or backup copy jobs. And it'll provide that local copy of your backups for your typical day-to-day -day, you know, kind of restoration and, and being able to, to quickly restore a file from last night's backups that might've gotten, gotten deleted. And then that, that backup appliance or the backup as a service software will then replicate those backups to an offsite location hosted at a service provider like Comport Secure. And that offsite copy will then provide some protection against ransomware, uh, and will, but will also protect against things like a fire that destroys your server room or some sort of major kind of localized disaster uh, you know that 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 really causes problems at your at your facility, like fire, flood, power outage, things along those lines. And then there's the offline copy or the immutable copy, which is the uh, which is the part that that really protects you against uh, you know a, a determined adversary 
that was going to be attacking your backups as well as you know as well as attacking your primary data. And so that offline copy will either be uh, uh, immutable. You know, it could be held in tapes. You know, theoretically, although they're 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 a real chore to manage, um, or it could be managed in some other fashion, such that that offline copy of data, uh, you know, is not um, you know is not accessible from the uh, you know from the corporate network. Right, and with, certainly with the rise of ransomware, um, you know, and ransomware really kind of maturing from. Um, you know, targeting endpoints and targeting individuals to now you know, organizations get um, get breached, get hacked, um, and, and ransomware is delivered, you know, laterally within the network, it's specifically targeting servers and backups. Um, because without servers and backups, you really don't have uh, a leg to stand on in terms of, uh, of, of self-recovery. So, so are you seeing a lot of folks who are, are you know, fearing ransomware or, or addressing the ransomware crisis um, with backup? Yeah, I, I mean, yes. I, I would say that, that backups are probably the, you know, the, the, your, your single best mechanism of, of at least reducing the consequences of a, of, of a ransomware attack. Um, and to your point, you know, when we set you know, uh, set our clock back a few years when ransomware first started, when crypto, you know, cryptoware first started becoming a, a thing. Ransomware was really, you know, kind of very localized about just locking someone out of their laptop or something along those lines. It was very, very contained and it was much more of kind of a drive-by, um, you know, just kind of a drive-by shooting style, you know, a random attack. Um, ransomware today, is probably one of the two major payoffs for you know organized criminal gangs, right? You know, there's there's the there's the industrial sabotage side, and then there's the ransomware side, and these are these are professionals that are doing this for a business <laughs> that are very 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 specifically targeting organizations, um, and and they tend to be really big ones. Um, right. You know, a a really major healthcare system, uh, you know, in New Jersey was hit by you know, hit by uh, by ransomware last year. Um, and it's really problematic. I mean, this was a huge, sophisticated organization with a ton of data. And and it took them, took them, you know, took them offline for, for quite a while. Um, yeah, well, so, you know, we see it with, we see it with the city of Atlanta, we see it with uh, American Airlines, we saw it with the Colonial Pipeline. I, and one of the things that I'm, I'm, I'm still amazed at is that organizations are paying. Um, yeah. You know they're paying the ransoms. It's no, it's no coincidence that you know uh, renewal rates for you know cyber insurance premiums are going up a hundred, hundred and twenty percent, and that's because that organizations haven't done the necessary prep work. They haven't thought about you know you know backing up their systems, and when they get hit, they're left with no option other than pay. Or basically shut down the business and, and try and recreate from uh, from paper files. So I, I don't yeah. know if you're you're seeing the same things in the market, but uh, you know I, I think this uh, resurgence um, uh, towards you know making sure that you've got proper backups, making sure that you're practicing a three two one one strategy, um, are all going to be critical in in addressing a problem that, to be quite frank, is not going to go away. Right? It's only going to no, get bigger. No. 
Yeah, no, it, it certainly isn't going to go away. This is going to be one of, you know, like I said, one of the major money making enterprises of, you know, these criminal organizations for, you know, the near to foreseeable future. Um, well, and you see, and, you know, I, I think you're going to see, you know, state sponsored as well, right? I, I blogged a couple of, uh, uh, about a month ago with uh, the, the Russians in the Ukrainian crisis, right? When, when, when they stopped being able to generate cash from the sale of oil, you know, the, the nation's still going to need to generate cash. And if cyber criminals can do it via ransomware, um, you know, it definitely moves there. You, give me um, a little bit, though. Let's, let's continue on the backup as a service. Um, you know, what's, what's the, the, the use case? We've talked about ransomware, but how easy is it for, for your businesses to make that transition? Um, you know, are you finding that it's, it's kind of forklift upgrade, that they're getting rid of what they have? Um, or do you find that you're able to come in and, and augment maybe what's an inefficient system today and, and make it more efficient? Um, yeah, no, I mean, it, it, it's actually, a, a, depending upon the software that you have, it, it's actually a fairly easy transition to make. Um, you know, so, so we're a Veeam service provider. Uh, you know, the, uh, the, the backup products that we most directly support are, are Veeam and uh, Veeam, Cohesity, and Commvault. Um, and so Veeam has a, has a, you know, uh, mature, you know, existing, uh, uh, backup as a service, um, uh, uh, program that's been around for a number of years, which was originally the Veeam Cloud Connect program, which is where Comport Secure started, right? Um, and so using Veeam as an example, uh, you know, all you need to do is you sign up with a cloud provider. Uh, you know, I, um, and you add a cloud repository to your uh, uh, to your backup infrastructure, and it will just show up as another backup target. Um, and into that backup target, you just push backup copy jobs. Um, right. You know, all the metadata and all of the indexing will be maintained by your Veeam soft by your backup software, um, and it will then uh, manage that. Um, you know, manage that data process uh, transfer in, in a relatively seamless fashion. Um, what's kind of interesting today, and it it uh, uh, it applies to Veeam as well, is more and more of our customers, from a backup as a service perspective, are moving towards S3 as their their backup storage, you know, kind of transfer medium and target of choice. Um, so for our backup as a service clients. We've been increasingly offering uh, various S3 solutions, um, you know, ranging from these, you know, ultra inexpensive cold storage, you know, style solutions, um, which are very, very cheap to put data into, um, but can be really kind of expensive or time-consuming to get data out of, um, up to to premium S3 solutions like what we host within, you know, within our data centers um, that allow um, more easier access of that data, you know, no, no egress fees, things along those lines. Um, yeah. But those S3 solutions, you know, snap natively into, you know, basically any, uh, you know, any backup product, any modern, modern backup product that's out there today, as well as a number of other, you know, data archiving solutions. Right. Just to, to pivot slightly, um, you know, we've been working together on your SOC 2 um, and your 
you know, you guys getting a SOC 2 attestation, a type 2. Um, you know, are, are you seeing more clients ask for it, demand it? Um, and I especially think around your, 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 your backup as a service, your DR as a service, right? Sure. Is it really a, um, you know, is it, is it one of those tickets that you just need to punch to do business? Or is it really a differentiator in the market space where you can go out and um, not only, you know, talk about your security controls, but actually prove that your security controls, you know, kind of meet the SOC 2 standard? Yeah, I mean, so so it's a bit of both, honestly. It's It should be an absolute 100% requirement, um, you know, and, and for a very simple reason that you addressed earlier, which is cyber insurance, right? Um, a managed service provider or a backup as a service provider that's not uh, going through the SOC 2 process right now probably isn't going to be able to get cyber insurance to cover to cover themselves, right? And if uh, if your organization is part of a um, you know is a regulated industry, you know, be that HIPAA or PCI or SOC two or I mean uh, uh, Sarbanes Oxley rather, um, you probably need to be doing third party risk assessments of your suppliers, right? And so if your backup as a service provider doesn't have a SOC 2, then they're going to have a difficult time passing, you know, a, a third party risk assessment. So so the SOC 2 for us is, is critical, right? And it covers and it covers all of our all of our infrastructure as a service and hosted services. Uh, backup as a service, DR as a service, private cloud and infrastructure as a service. Uh, last question for you, and, and maybe I'll, you know, let you think of, you know, put you a little bit on the spot. But where do you uh -oh. think the trend? Where do you think the trends are in, um, you know, MSSP, um, you know, security services? Right? You know, you know, the pendulum has clearly swung from, you know, uh -huh. trying to do this yourself to outsource it. Um, but are you guys seeing any trends? Are you seeing any kind of, uh, you know, uh, where is the future going in terms of? You know, manage security services. I mean, one that I'm particularly passionate about is is MDR solutions. Yep. Um, and and MDR is kind of a really interesting, you know, uh, and EDR solutions is is kind of a really interesting, uh, uh, um, you know, set of technologies. A lot of people, when they think about Microsoft Defender, they're thinking about kind of traditional antivirus, right? Which you know is just this this kind of this miserable piece of software that gives very little value to your organization. It's difficult to manage. You have to deal with signatures. It, it, it's just, it's never a good experience, right? Um, but with the modern EDR solutions, and again, the, the, two that, the two that we've really focused in are on our, our Microsoft Defender Advanced Threat Protection, now Microsoft Endpoint, um, and, uh, and CrowdStrike, these are really, really, interesting applications that that go into your that not just provide antivirus but are also providing uh you know threat and posture assessment and are providing remediation guidance and uh and really very sophisticated um you know kind of security awareness of your environment and so i think that um the managed you know edr or mdr uh managed detection and response um that's a place where we're putting a lot of focus right now, because being able to 
uh, analyze and assess and maintain the data that these EDR solutions is, is producing um, and being able to, to come up with a co cohesive security strategy and remediation plan, uh, I, I think is, is really critical to being able to, to stay ahead of these you know, increasingly sophisticated you know, cyber criminals. Well, it's funny you, you, you mentioned it, right? As you were talking about you know, MDR, you know, I, I think back to the, uh, I think back into my history and, and uh, time at Lumetta where we, uh, where we kind of passed. Um, um, and we talked about things like situational awareness, right? Sure. So 20, 20 years ago, we were talking about concepts like situational awareness. And we're finally at the point where we um, have got products and services. I don't want to steal too much thunder around that. I am going to talk to um, uh, your CTO, Eric Crucker, about MDR. Um, sure. And I, and I think we're probably going to do that on, on, on his video blog versus my podcast. But, uh, you know, so, uh, so folks that are listening, you know, we'll, we'll have more on uh, EDR, MDR, and how it fits into uh, your security stack. Um, Matt, I, I really want to thank you. You know, I think what you guys are doing is great. I think you, you're, you're taking the traditional, you know, MSP, you know, white glove kind of model and moving it into the cybersecurity space and really providing a valued service for your clients. I think that, you know, you know, the, the days of simple help desk and, and, you know, helping people with their passwords are kind of in the past. And I think you guys and, and organizations like yours are setting a new trend in terms of, you know, high quality, white glove, you know, uh, sophisticated solutions delivered in a, in a manageable way for small and medium businesses. So I think it's a, it's a great space to be in. Yeah, I would be, thanks so much. <laughs> I would be remiss, you know, we are, we are Harvard technology. We talk about, uh, <laughs> you know, we talk about lighthouses. We go on vacations to Jamaica. Um, yep. and, you know, for, for our listeners, any, any suggestions about a favorite Harbor or, you know, beach resort. And if, uh, and if you know where to get a good beer or burger in that, uh, in that locale, um, our, our, our listeners certainly enjoy that. Sure, sure. So, so I'm a New Hampshire native, so I'll talk New Hampshire, uh, you know, uh, and I'll talk your ear off about New Hampshire, no doubt. But so, so for me, it's probably, it would be Portsmouth would be the obvious choice, right? Um, and then thinking in Portsmouth, which has, which is filled with incredible, really awesome restaurants. I think there's kind of two standouts, right? Uh, there's Portsmouth Brewery, which has, you know, like has an award-winning uh, Imperial Stout. That's a, that's, a, that's a serious beer for serious beer drinkers. Uh, it, and it's not a beer place, but there's a little place called Colby's Breakfast. That's kind of, uh, that, that's, that's um, you know, that's really, really good. They make a, uh, they make a great, uh, great corned beef hash and uh, you can't, can't go wrong with that. Can't go wrong with some eggs and uh, eggs and hash to soak up your beer. Hey, or maybe, the, you know, Maybe if you've had a couple of those imperial stouts the night before, you know the eggs Just and saying. hash kind of <laughs> the eggs and hash kind of make the morning a little bit sunnier. Um, That's right, Matt. That's right. Certainly, thank you for your time. Um, you know, we'll we'll stay in touch. We'll continue to uh, you know ask you on here to talk about what's going on. Um, but I think this has been been great information for our listeners. Um, our listeners, you know, we're going to continue these kind of con conversations going forward. So I think that if you're interested in the technology side of cybersecurity, I'll kind of ask you to uh, you know, stay with us through the summer because I think we have some great guests who are going to bring to us um, 
a lot of technology discussions um, around the cyber landscape. So again, Matt, thank you and, and pleasure having you on today. Thanks very much, Mike. I appreciate it. Harbor's innovative processes are based on industry standard frameworks that are tailored to meet the needs of small and medium-sized businesses. We would also like to thank Tom Marshall for the original music. Yes, that Tom Marshall from Fish fame. Harbor's portfolio of services is designed to meet the cybersecurity needs of small and medium enterprises. We offer a range of services from cyber risk advisory to VCSO consulting to meet specific security requirements without putting a strain on your technology budget. If you like what you heard here, be sure to subscribe and share with your friends and colleagues. We release new podcasts every other week and are available on Spotify and Apple. You can reach us through our website if you have additional questions or suggest a great harbor we should mention on our next show. 